Welcome to Nathan's School of Thought. I'm Nathan Walker, Global Performance Coach, here to share principles gleaned from decades of teaching, training, and coaching on four continents. Whether you're a senior executive, salesperson, new parent, military leader, artist, musician, head of a nonprofit, or a student, it doesn't matter who you are, only who you can become. Join me each week to have your brain flipped upside down as we move together toward a happier, healthier, and much more productive life. Hello, my friends. I've been talking to several people over the past week who describe a general feeling of a lack of control. Lack of control in politics and what's going on in the world, in global events, in the price of food, in the price of fuel, in their marriage, in their relationships, in their friendships, in their career, fill in the blanks. My kids won't do what I say. My spouse is driving me nuts. My boss is uh, making me do stuff I don't want to do. I can't stand my job anymore. I can't afford to buy food. I don't know what I'm going to do next. And so on. As I talk with friends and people that I'm coaching about what to do in this situation, there's one thing that comes up over and over and over, and it may not be the thing that you think. The solution to some of these feelings is, are you ready for this? Personal responsibility. Now, tell that to a teenager. They'll think you're out of your mind. Teenagers are great at trying to avoid personal responsibility. And sometimes we mistakenly think that personal responsibility has something to do with what people know, teaching them things, and then when they know these things, that they'll behave a certain way. Well, that doesn't work in the workplace, and it doesn't work at home, and it rarely works at all. Knowledge is not responsibility. I'll give you an example. I could say to my daughter, you know, you really need to get your room clean. And she will say, I know, Dad. Yeah, that's not responsibility. That's knowledge. Coercion is not responsibility. We might try to force our spouse, our employees, our children, our, you know, underlings, right? Our Padawan. We might try to force them to do what we want them to do because it's for their own good. Well, I'm going to make you do this because you'll thank me later. Well, I'm going to make you do this because it has to be done. Well, I'm going to make you do this or you don't have a job anymore. Coercion is not responsibility. Coercion is coercion. It's actually abdicating responsibility. It's making someone else responsible to please you or to ensure a certain outcome. Yes, but you might argue it's their job. I'm their boss. If I ask them to do something, it's their responsibility to do it. It may be their duty to do it, but they won't be motivated by the coercion. They'll be motivated by appreciating what personal responsibility gives them. Coercion is usually the inappropriate and harmful extension of power, often without responsibility. So how are we supposed to make this work? How are we supposed to get our kids to do what is safe and good? How are we supposed to help our spouse understand what it is we want from them? How are we supposed to fix what's going on in the world? How are we supposed to make sure that we don't go broke? How are we supposed to make sure that we're prepared for the events of the future that we can't anticipate? How are we supposed to feel better about the mistakes of the past? Personal responsibility. Let's talk about a couple of other things that it's not. It's much easier to understand what it will give you if we understand what it's not. Expecting others to make us feel better, to make us feel accomplished, to make us feel good about ourselves, 
to make us feel good about our education or anything else is avoiding personal responsibility, and it always ends in personal disaster. It also ends in societal disaster, by the way. Uh, Ronald Reagan put this really well. Quote, We must reject the idea that every time a law is broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. It is time to restore the American precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. Unquote. He's talking about what happens when we don't understand and learn to employ personal responsibility. When a society begins to morally decline and avoid any responsibility for any of their own actions, they will always try to place the blame somewhere else and it will produce resentment to the point of horrific action against another person. Here's a good warning from Thomas Sowell. Quote, to believe in personal responsibility. Now we're talking about those who are trying to manipulate others, right? To believe in personal responsibility would be to destroy the whole special role of the anointed, whose vision casts them in the role of rescuers of people treated unfairly by society, unquote. Can you see the warning there and see what happens in a society when personal responsibility has gone away? If I can make everything somebody else's fault, everything to do with how I feel about myself or how much money I get for my education or what race I am or am not or any other group, if we can divide people into groups and I can get myself to avoid responsibility, then it has to be somebody else's fault. If it's somebody else's fault, I will look for a savior, for a rescuer. If somebody comes along and promises to rescue me for money or power or acclaim or votes, I'm likely to listen if I have not learned the tremendous freedom that comes from personal responsibility. Personal responsibility is not relying on others or waiting for other people to make you feel the way you want to feel. It's not relying on things outside you or trying to control things outside yourself. You can only control yourself. That's it. That's the whole extent of what you can control yourself. Trying to control things outside you, especially out of what's called your locus of control, L-O-C-U-S. It's, the, it's how big the circle is of things that you can actually directly influence. Trying to control things outside of yourself or outside of your locus of control produces helplessness and fear. Always. If you have a feeling of helplessness, if you have a feeling of dread for the future, if you have a feeling of fear about what might happen, ask yourself first, am I taking responsibility for what I can influence and letting go of the rest? Just let go of it. Well, it's not that easy. You've got to understand that things are going to go bad. and then, A, you don't actually know exactly what will happen. And B, you can't control it. But you can control yourself. Here's another thing that is not personal responsibility. Trying to change the past. Trying to change the past produces depression, self-loathing, and a loss of hope for the future. Now that's kind of weird that, that worrying about the past and wishing we could change it produces a loss of hope for the future, but it does. Because we tend to put the past in a place where it seems either better than the future could ever be, or so bad that it's proof that our future could never be better. Either way, 
It gives us the idea that our future is dim and dreary and not worth having. And that's a sad place to be. Here's another thing that's not personal responsibility, and it's easiest to sum it up in this one statement. Why can't you just accept me the way I am? Well, here's why. I can love you the way you are. I can believe that you have infinite value the way you are. But when people say, accept me the way I am, usually they're saying, I don't want to take responsibility to change. I don't want to be on the hook for becoming a better person. I don't want to have to do things that make me more powerful, more capable, uh, more willing, etc. And most of all, I don't want to go through difficult experiences. I just want to be happy just the way I am. If I'm sitting on the couch playing video games 24-7, I want you to accept me the way I am. If I can't control my temper, I want you to accept me the way I am. If I'm addicted to food and I've gained 300 pounds this year, I want you to accept me the way I am. If I'm a raging alcoholic and abusive to my family, why can't you just accept me the way I am? Now, these statements sound really silly when presented that way. But that's really what we're asking for when we say that. You're giving power to someone else over how you choose to see yourself and what you choose to become. Don't give them the power. Give it to you. Now, if I say responsibility is liberating, let's talk about why it is. First is a quote from Brene Brown. She said, quote, If you own this story, you get to write the ending, unquote. That pretty well sums it up. You can control your thoughts. It may take practice, and it's certainly more difficult in some areas of life than in others, but you can control your thoughts. You are the one person who can decide what to think about things, how to think about things, and how long to hold them. That's you. You get to do that. Changing your thoughts for the better changes everything for the better. It creates emotional changes, spiritual changes, intellectual changes, and physiological changes. Changing your thoughts for the better makes everything better. Here's what else you can do. You can change how you use your time. You can take responsibility for the use of your time and create healthy boundaries and healthy expectations. Not just for others, but for yourself. When you choose to use your time in a better way, you give yourself power. You give yourself control. You give yourself progress. You give yourself more freedom than you can imagine. Because you choose. Here's what else you can control. By taking responsibility for your environment, you get to determine the amount of freedom and power that you actually have. For example, if you're an alcoholic and you say, I'm going to go down to the bar where I can think and maybe ponder on how to give up drinking. Well, that's ridiculous. You've got to change your environment. If you're taking care of kids all day long and you're starting to lose your mind and get cabin fever, change your environment. Go for a walk. Well, what if it's hot? Go for a walk. Take lots of water. Well, what if it's cold? Dress warmly and go for a walk. What if the kids don't want to go for a walk? Entice them. If you're struggling to avoid feelings of inadequacy, change your environment. 
go to a room or a place or with a person that you can feel yourself with and talk about things that you're capable of. Write down the kinds of things that bring you joy and that you know you are particularly good at. If you don't know what those things are, your environment should include someone who can help you understand and discover them. One of the most powerful parables in the New Testament is the story of the beam and the moat. And I guess maybe it's not defined as a parable per se, because it's not in the same story form as the others. But Jesus cautioned people to cast the beam out of their own eye before they point out the moat in the eye of another. Do you know what a moat is? A little tiny sliver. Do you know what a beam is? A really big sliver. We're usually really adept at finding the little tiny slivers in the eye of somebody else, in their way of seeing the world, in their vision, in their conversation, in their beliefs, etc. We can do that very quickly, but we're not as prone to examine the beam in our own eye. Before I am critical of the way another person uses their time or their energy or their belief or any other thing, Am I taking responsibility for the beam in my own eye? Am I considering the way that I think, the way that I see things, and the responsibility I'm willing to accept? It is liberating. It sounds the other way around. If I were to talk to a teenager or someone who was struggling in any area and say, you know, if you can assume more responsibility for that, it will be liberating, they think I'm out of my mind. But it's the truth. Nothing gives you more power, more control, and helps you shed all of the extraneous garbage that's dragging you down and weighs a thousand pounds than saying, I'm going to be responsible for my thinking, my time, and my environment, and how I see the world, and I'm going to start right now. J.K. Rowling said there is an expiry date on blaming your parents for steering you in the wrong direction. The moment you are old enough to take the wheel, responsibility lies with you. Confucius put it this way, attack the evil that is within yourself rather than attacking the evil that is in others. That's the beam and the moat thing in Confucius speak. So you get to do this. When you say, all right, I'm going to forget about all of this other stuff that's driving me crazy. I'm going to forget about what I want my spouse to do. I'm going to quit trying to control my children. I'm going to quit trying to control my boss. I'm going to quit trying to control the White House. And I'm just going to control me right now. That's freedom. That's liberation. But what if I say, yeah, but I need to control my future? Well, you can't. Your future is a result of now. What you persist in doing and you start right now will become your future. So if you decide to positively assume your own power, step into the coat that was made for you, assume responsibility for your thoughts and your now. This is the only moment that you can really control. And then just do it over and over. Your future will be good. Period. Regardless of what happens in the world, you can be happy. It's something that you can choose. Now, with regard to children and spouses and employees and everything else, it is not your job to control them. It's your job to lead them. It's your job to teach them, 
to be an example for them, and to assume personal responsibility in a way that they see you moving in your own power. They will want to become like that. You're not dictatorial. You're not angry. You're not coercive. You are full of love. You are full of personal power. You are full of control. It's an amazing thing to watch. In the case of children, it's your job to teach them, not to control them and not to save them. It's not your job to save your kids. How is it not your job to save your children? Well, those of you who are Christian will remember that there's only one person who ever walked the earth who is capable of saving anyone, and it's not you. Leave the saving to the person whose job it is. Your job is to love, influence, and exemplify personal responsibility, self-control, kindness, goodness, optimism for the future, and living in the now. Argument, contention, anger, and violence are not usually associated with a person who has decided to take personal responsibility for their thoughts and actions. So today, look around and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to assume responsibility for the successes of this day. Write them down. Find the thoughts, the time, and the environment that are most likely to make you successful. And then go do something amazing. Do it again tomorrow. And do it again every day. You will be astonished at how powerful you are, at how much you can do, at how healthy you will be, and how happy you will be. That's what I want for you. If I can help you do it, go to the website in the podcast description and let me know in the comments section or take the Habit Finder assessment and we'll talk about that. Until then, go conquer the world and we'll talk again soon.